Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. I got a girl. She's not a world man. It's dangerous. Guys, if you can maybe assume what the topic is today by today's song, that's right. We are talking about dealing with toxic people slash people we clash with and basically just any attributes that we don't really favor, some situations we've gotten to, all of that stuff. So welcome to another episode on 111.1 Jinx FM. You are now tuned in to your number one radio station. Today we actually have two guests with us. Why don't you introduce yourselves? I'm Dakota. Cooter Cat. And oh, I am Jinx. Jinx. Prashart. Prashart. I don't know why. <laughs> Prashitter. Prashitter. Prashart. Call it's the bathroom the Prashitter. Ooh. <laughs> New bathroom name. Hey, it's okay. We got Prashart. a Coochie Cat. Yeah, we got a Coochie Cat. <laughs> coochie that is coochie, not the coochie, name. Coochie Cat. Cooter Coochie But anyway, we have our beloved Pookies here today to talk about some not- so pookies. not so pookie not so pookies anymore ex pookies oh. they weren't even pookie they level. weren't even yeah. now they were a pookie to okay me. they were all right pookie. yeah <laughs> i had pookies to me pookie. we all had our pookies pookie. mm-hmm. we grow we change we and we've got some stories <laughs> oh boy do we have stories oh boy do we have stories <laughs> <laughs> yes, dirty. was there what's one thing one quality that a person you can just meet can have and you instantly know, no, I am not going to work out with this person. Good question. It's how they treat Ooh, other people. Question. Like, you may treat me fine, but like, just a random stranger. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, how they treat a random stranger? Yeah, like, hold on. Have you, <laughs> have you experienced this firsthand? No, I think it's just like a general thing. Like, oh. I feel like the way you treat other people really reflects on, like, who you are as a person. Yeah. And how you would be as a future friend. Because, like, whenever you start getting used to hanging out with a person, you become more true to yourself. Mm-hmm. If your true self is, like, just a bad person, then you're going to be a bad friend. Mm-hmm. I think also with the, like, people that will tell you bad things about everything else and talk behind their back no, will also say, yeah. always be talking about you behind yeah. your back. So you can see how other people are treating others and just know that's exactly how they're treating you, whether you're aware of it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they talk about their friends a lot to you, they're probably talking about you behind your back and you should not be friends with them. Yeah. Or I've learned here in college, if they talk about themselves a lot, it's kind of like you're not, I don't know if I would define it as toxic, but like how are we going to be friends if you're just only talking about yourself the whole time? Also, people that never ask about you. Yeah. Like yeah. if if they're not being asked questions or if they're not the center of attention, they just don't seek out. Mm-mm. Oh, let me know what nope. you're like, who you are and stuff mm-hmm. about you. It's just like silence or are you going to ask me something? Yeah, I feel like that yeah. goes along with like actively asking someone to hang out versus them not asking. Yeah. Or if you're doing all the work, like you're texting, yeah. you're scheduling stuff and then you stop it's and hard you all to stop be, hanging out. Yeah, it's hard to be friends with people like that. Yeah. But maybe they also don't want to be your friend. Yeah, I think that's so true. That's definitely a telltale sign. I think if you are ever in a one-sided friendship, there's, 
it's kind of obvious that maybe mm-hmm. they just don't want that friendship. Because mm-hmm. I think people that actually want a friendship will work for it and will try yeah. to keep it up. People are like that. And it sucks, too. But I don't know. Your friendships, you can just grow out of them sometimes. And it sucks. But it's just a part of life because you're going to make new friends. But it's definitely hard to deal with in the moment. So true. Yeah, especially if you have nobody else to go back on because then you start thinking it's a you problem. Mm -hmm. And if you have nobody else, like no other friends at the time, then you're like, oh, maybe like I am a problem and nobody's going to want to be my friend. But if you Mm -hmm. have friends to lean back on, it's kind of a reminder that like people do enjoy your time. It's just sometimes not everybody is for you and you're not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like for me, I always have like different categories. Like, okay, so I have online friends, which I like just like FaceTime and talk to all the time. They know everything about me. And then there's like the school friends. And then there's like the they're in state, but we don't go to the same school friends. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I always notice that like the best type of friends are typically the ones who are online for me. But then like the worst type of friends are the ones that are in school. I specifically in high school, like I genuinely kind of, I have a hate, love-hate relationship with my high school. Because, like, some of my so, friends that came out of high school were great. But then, like, others failed so fast. Like, the worst relationships probably formed in high school. And I feel like high school just, it's really obvious to see who the toxic people are there. Yeah. There's always so yeah. many, like, clicks, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, clicky. Also, if you watch the people that jump around to friends a lot, I think that's also very telling. Something that I would observe with people in my class is that, that oh, they would hate this person who they claimed was their best friend like four weeks ago. They were inseparable. And then there's like, oh, no, she did something. She she fucked me over. I'm never going to be friends with her. And then a few months later, they're like, vacation with my soulmate. (laughs) What do you mean? Also, how are you taking them back that easily? And how are you getting drawn apart that easily? Literally. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Or people that just hop around friend groups because, like, one found out who they were and it wasn't that good. So then they just go to a new one. And then that one doesn't work out and they just crawl back to the same one. I think mm-hmm. at that point you just need some self-reflection. Like, yeah. maybe you are the problem. Yeah, but some people, like, also there is no self-reflection. It's like everybody no. else is the problem. Yeah, they'll never realize that it's a them problem. It's everyone else. Also, we had a small class. So, like, there wasn't many other people they could go to. Like, at school, anyway. Well, I be, I got a friendship in middle school, and we were pretty tight for a couple of years. But towards high school, I guess, because, you know, you're getting older, you're going through more life stuff, the way we all bonded was through trauma dumping. And I was at a point where I wasn't really, like, I didn't feel like I needed to tell my friends, like, everything going on in my life or how I was feeling all the time. So it kind of caused, like, a little rift where I wasn't as close with certain people because I chose not to do that. But... Um, the two in the group who did, they were really, really close, and it kind of crashed and burned when they weren't friends anymore. Oh. And I think it was because, like, the only thing they found in common was the trauma that they shared. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's really common with toxic people is that that's, they feel like that's the only way they can bond with someone. There's nothing else outside the friendship. There's no other foundation. Mm. I've also found it's really easy for people to make friends when they, like, trauma dump everything at mm-hmm. once. And then the person on the receiving end is like, oh, they must really trust me because they're telling mm-hmm. me all this stuff. So then they feel important. But later mm-hmm. on, you just kind of figure out everybody knows about all of their baggage because yeah. they just tell everyone and make everyone feel important when really they don't care about anyone. Mm-mm. It's also like a personally for me when when trauma dumping is happening and I'm on the receiving end of it, I feel bad for them. And then I'm like. 
well, I can't, I can't contribute to this trauma that they're dumping on me, so I have to be nice. And, like, it's hard for me to, to stand my ground and be like, this is not good for me. Because you don't want to hear about all that. Right? Like, especially, especially if you just when, met someone. Especially when we just met. Yeah. Like, why are we, why are we talking about your deepest, darkest right? secrets in yeah. your past? Right? Like, let's, you. let's, let's break some ground first. Yeah. And like, maybe, like, what's maybe your favorite find color? Some, Right? How, maybe. Did you play any who sports? Who are you? Yeah. My name is. Literally. Like, <laughs> how are you? Literally. My name is. Literally. It's just straight into like, oh, yeah, I had this friend, but we're not friends anymore. And because they, like, cheated on their boyfriend, and then they came to me, and they stopped <laughs> talking to me out of the blue, and it's been really tough. Yeah, I think there's a difference, though, between warranted and unwarranted. Because no, definitely, sure. there's definitely nights where you first meet someone and then, oh, you end up talking about yeah. deep stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's just out of nowhere, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I wasn't prepared for this. Mm-mm. And it kind of sucks out my energy because yeah. I was like so happy, so up. And then we're talking about all this like dark, deep stuff mm-hmm. that I wasn't ready for. And yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted like bright happy just like fun little conversation and then whenever it's all the time it like really weighs on me and then it associates that negative energy with the person Mm -hmm. also it just puts a damper on your conversation too and it makes you not want to be around that person literally to me at least it's a it's a problem when every time you hang out it's happening yeah Mm -hmm. and like i'm i'm one to want to have a good time and not always talk about stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like when it's when it gets to like the the mood where that conversation like i'm ready for it and they want to talk about it then i think it's okay but sometimes Mm -hmm. i just want to have a light-hearted time Mm -hmm. is that so bad no it's not bad at all thank you you're allowed to be happy and enjoy your time (laughs) thank you i agree what do you think i feel like okay i feel like the worst situation is when you're really close with someone, but they just, they're not here for you emotionally. Like, they just don't want to listen to any of it, or they just, like, completely almost drop you because you're going through stuff. Oh. It really sucks because, like, they're your best friend, but, like, they just, they don't want to hear any of it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, damn, who do I, who do I go to? Yeah. It's like you're there for them, but they're not they're there not, for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You that's, that's such a big, also, a huge point I have. Like, I hate whenever I'm there for other people, but they're not. And they don't have me. your back. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and the were same, we ever really friends? Like, mm-hmm. the same thing is whenever you're talking about something that was hard for you, and then they just flip it on how it was hard for them, Ooh, yeah. or how they they're like, oh, I experienced that same thing, but mine was actually worse. Yeah, and now you have to feel now you have to comfort me, even though I was here to comfort you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate when people do that. When people make it about. But you, then yeah. I asked them one time. I did bring it up. I was like, why do you always do this? And then they were like, it's because, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I just want us to, I want you to feel like I know what you're going through. And I get that to some level. Yeah, I can understand But that. also, when you do it every single time and you're not bringing it back around to me, it just feels like you want to talk about yourself. That's yeah. the thing. Bringing it back around to the other person. That's, like, yeah. the key point if you're going to even try to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's okay when you say, I understand because this happened to me, and then you comfort mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But when it turns into, I understand because this happened to me, and then you keep talking about yourself, mm-hmm. that's too much. I, I know. I, I actually hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. I came out to one of my friends, and she was, like, the second person, the second friend Damn. I ever came out to. And we, I just, like, told her in this, like, little game on iMessage. And then she said, oh, that's really cool. I'm also going to come out to you right now. But then 
And I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, okay, that's cool because I'd done that with another friend before. But then she just started talking about herself and all of her experiences and how she's going to tell her family and all her friends. And it just kind of got flipped around. So yeah. now when I look back on that moment, it, it doesn't even feel like I, I told her something really big. It just feels like we were just talking about her the whole time, which sucks. But especially because uh, yeah. you were the one who I was like the one who brought it, it up. I was yeah. the one who brought it up, and you probably had yeah. all that angst, and you're I like, did. Eh, I'm I've been have to thinking say it. about this all year, and it just got reduced down to that. Damn, and it really sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, shit happens. We ball. So <laughs> true. So true. We, we ball. ball. We ball. That's my favorite thing to say right now. I think, things I think it's a we good ball. mantra. Literally. It is a good mantra. Like, you just keep going, you take it we ball. as it comes, and you go yeah. with it. We no, ball. Just <laughs> anyone, yeah. So. Guys, toxic people come, I've got I've got a whole list of toxic behaviors friends have from right, ChatGPT. And if you guys have any stories of any of these things, let me know. The first one is manipulation. Friends who manipulate often use tactics to control or influence Ooh. your decisions, emotions, or actions for I their do. benefit. I do. This is, this is a this is a year long story that I will condense down. All right, but basically, this person manipulated me and another person to drive us to no longer be friends with each other. Oh, she fabricated a bunch of stories that she knew would make me not want to be friends with them because we beca- we had kind of like talked about stuff like what would it take for you to no longer be friends with someone, and she kind of used all that stuff I told Damn. her to make me not be friends with someone. And this this happened, like, over the course of, like, a year. And now, you know, they're out of the picture. But me and that person that she drove apart, it's we're still friends, but it's definitely strained because of all the things we went through and how much I hated them and how much they didn't like me. And, you know, it sucks. But, like we said, we ball. Yeah. We ball. That is terrible. I don't, it is terrible. I, I can't fathom how people just think. How do you think of that? Like, right? Like, like, we were, like, 15, 16. How Why evil are you do you have to be? It's like, probably just naturally, like, I the way like that is. they are. It's just like, oh, well, I need to do this because I need this person to be my best friend. And mm-hmm. the only way that can happen is if I take out the other friend. I think they're mm-hmm. just attention seekers, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah or, honestly, yeah, or if it's, like, a narcissism thing, it's mm-hmm. like they only want to keep their people to themselves. So mm-hmm. it could be slightly that as well. And they want to be in, like, control of the situation and like who their friends are talking to and they can mm-hmm. get really obsessive like with one person. Yeah. So it could have been with that and like they saw you as a threat. Yeah. I think I I think we yeah, we I was a threat. She drove us apart and we had our own little relationships with her uh-huh. so that we could be separate so that we could no longer be friends cuz we had a stronger friendship with each other than we did with her. Yeah, she definitely So she had to break that apart mm-hmm. to okay. no longer let us be friends. You're a threat. I I <laughs> you was are a threat. threat. I was a threat. Serena was also a threat. Yeah. Uh-oh. I was considered a threat, and then I was treated badly because of it. Like, secrets kept from me, wasn't invited to places, disregarded mm-hmm. as a person. And then I addressed it to them mm-hmm. over Instagram DMs. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I know. It, it, like, I feel so bad that I'm growing apart from you guys. Like, I don't want to ever, wanna, like, lose you. You're my best friend. And then the next day, one... They went around telling people that we had some deep talk over Instagram. Why the I hell? was bewildered. Like, was why the hell are you sure that? <laughs> and then, guess what? Nothing changed. Which told me they were completely aware of what they were doing. Completely aware that they were leaving us out. They didn't want to be with us. She was. 
date. <laughs> Let's be real. I don't have any guy friends. <laughs> okay, it's a she. <laughs> um, she literally knew everything she was doing, uh, was aware of it, was slightly remorseful, and then nothing changed. And I think that's completely worse than doing it unintentionally because she knew and she didn't care because she knew that she was always going to have a little part of me, mm-hmm. still a part of her, because she didn't want me to be her best friend she wanted kaya to be her best friend but she also wanted to keep me around because like we had been best friends since we were four Mm -hmm. and so that turned pretty toxic which is why i'm so glad that it just like finally ended after covid like covid felt like a fresh new start because freshman year was just getting like even more toxic like middle school was kind of toxic but freshman year just made me feel like terrible yeah. I hate when it's like you're the people that you literally grew up with. Like that always sucks. It hurts so bad because I always see like on TikTok and like social media and stuff talking about how like those were the type of people that I expected to like literally move in together at some point or like go to mm-hmm. college together and do all this or fun like crazy bridesmaid. stuff. And like, it's like no, mm-hmm. no, that didn't happen. It's not gonna happen. Especially because like we were childhood friends. Like y- you saw me grow up. Yeah, and now this is how you're acting. We grew up together, and now you're ruining everything. (laughs) For what? For control? For power? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know what the goal was. Yeah, like why? Why? She wanted me and Kaya to not be as close of friends because she really wanted Kaya to be her best friend. But in the end of the day, Kaya and I were more similar than she ever was, and she, she was our friend since middle school, or like no, since elementary school. But in middle school, she just totally started diverging from who she was. And she was with a whole nother group, but she'd always, like, come back to us. Yeah. Like, always run back to us when the other people didn't work out. Like, I think in middle school, she saw me and Serena getting closer and then saw Serena as a threat <laughs> and then started, like, just doing shitty things and, like, yeah. separating. And I was the only one to notice it at first in seventh grade, so I felt so alone. Yeah. But then finally at the end of eighth grade and the start of freshman year, like, my other friends who were friends with her started noticing, and I felt so seen mm-hmm. because it was, like, blatantly obvious what she was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What really what really sealed the deal for me was when she had two separate birthday celebrations for herself. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And one was the, the popular let's go crazy friends, and then what? The friends she felt guilty about. Yeah, like... That she wasn't inviting. She invited us to a four o'clock dinner, and then I found out, like, later that night... Like, Kai couldn't come for some whatever reason, but um, later that night, she had a sleepover, and Kaya was there, and with all these, like, other girls that she had just become friends with, and I felt so just Damn. sick to my stomach when I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I was like... Why am I even friends with her? Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And I bet it's like even more because you guys have like a smaller school, so there's not mm-hmm. many yeah. options. Yeah, and for then, friends. And she had complained about these girls before too, and after as well. Like, she wasn't even that not close being true with to herself, mm-hmm. really. And she talked about everyone like oh, bad. Yeah. Like, she even she would talk bad about Kaya. She talked bad about me in my own house when I was asleep. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Should we? Well, just <laughs> she said something along the lines of like she didn't want to talk to Serena about relationship stuff because she didn't get it, but she would talk about it with, well, Rihanna, our childhood friend, and featured in another episode, and she would talk to her about that stuff, even though Rihanna also had didn't no get experience it. either. But yeah, I think she felt. I guess since we grew up together, since we were four, she also felt like I was judging her. 
And I think she felt almost guilty for doing all the stuff that she was doing. And so she pushed me away and also, like, wouldn't tell me stuff because I guess she, I don't know, maybe she was jealous of me. Maybe. Just because of, like, I was closer to you and Rihanna. And I didn't do all the stuff that she did. And maybe she felt bad about it. She was the only one out of us that did. Yeah. None of us did stuff. Basically. Manipulation stories? (laughs) (laughs) Apologies without action bad yeah if they're turning into crappy friends during middle school or high school please drop them asap if you can yeah i love dropping people (laughs) (laughs) well i shouldn't say dakota's so ready she's (laughs) like oh you want me (laughs) block you and everything like actually i am like that yeah we've experienced yeah no it was just that one night i was like it was like talking her off the cliff i was like dakota come back (laughs) you're still your friend we don't know the situation never wrong dakota ever (laughs) it's just like because on everything no no because like i'd rather i don't know because (laughs) okay because back then i did i wasn't like that i was like giving all these second chances and like again and again and again and now I'm like I don't I don't have the time to do that I don't have the time to. With the energy, like the energy, like I could focus on people who aren't like that. Why would I focus on you? And I do jump to conclusions. <laughs> I know I do that, <laughs> but you know I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting my peace. Okay. And um, yeah, but I will drop you. I will drop Whoa. you so quick if I think you're doing something I don't like or you're wronging me or anything of that nature. Okay. If, you're, if you're exhibiting a toxic behavior, mm-hmm. I won't even bring it up to you anymore. Because, like, I don't have the energy to do that. I'm just going to... I'm going to distance myself, and I'm going to let you figure out why I did that. I'm a very I'm a very avoid-all-conflict person. So, like, mm-hmm. even if there is conflict there, I'm like, what conflict? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I get so anxious when there's conflict. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was really bad, especially when we had, like, any friend conflicts. I would usually just sob about it and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it stressed me out because even if someone has wronged me so bad, I will always just cry and feel so bad if I did anything wrong to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just don't have have it in me to treat them that same way. And I'm like, oh, but what if they might change? I don't want them to think bad of me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of faith in people. Yeah, I also, like, care too much about what others, like, think yeah. of me. So I would just hate for someone to think that, like, I wronged them, even if they wronged me. Yeah, I'm like... Somebody else can get their revenge. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be me though. I'll do it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Guys, I hope you love this episode, and this is gonna be part one. So get excited. We're gonna dive into <laughs> it much more in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. 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 Talk soon.